Welcome back to another episode of Grief with Grace. It's very bright and sunny here today, so there's a lot of light coming in from the two windows over there. Um, But I'm excited to be back with you and bring you another new episode. We are still in the, what I'm going to call the New Year glow, even though I don't really like the New Year beginning on January 1st. That's when Western society starts a new year, so we'll go with it for now. Something came up in a conversation with a client last week that I want to share with you. So let's dive in. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So we're only a little over two weeks into 2024, and yet it feels like the year is already flying by. I mean, wasn't New Year's Day just like a day or so ago? It feels like it. And I, I was pondering this as I was preparing for this episode after having had this conversation with this client. I feel like one of the reasons that time seems to be going faster is because humanity as a whole in general, not everyone, but a lot of humanity is really waking up to a lot of the illusions that we've been living under for really the past few centuries, especially the last I would say 200 years. And as Pluto moves out of Capricorn and into Aquarius this week, I believe we're going to feel this sense of time speeding up even more. You know, it's funny. I remember how my mom always said that time seemed to go faster as she grew older. And I didn't understand that when I was younger. And back then, people my age didn't really talk about it either. But now people much younger than me People in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, they feel it too, and they're talking about it. So I know it isn't just something that we feel as we get older in life, um, like I am, but it's also younger people as well now. And so, again, that's why I feel that it's because more people are waking up to deeper truths, which is really helping shift the consciousness of our planet, which I believe we desperately need. So as I said, I was having a conversation with a client last week and she was talking about her new year's resolutions. This was a um, karmic soul astrology year ahead reading. And she said that she had been so disciplined and maybe you can relate to this, but she said she had been so disciplined about setting resolutions the past several years But every single year, she found herself with basically the same resolutions 
as she had in prior years. And she was really frustrated about it because she realized that what would happen is she usually forgot about them usually before January even ended most of the time, or she might think about them at some point after that throughout a year, but she felt like she just couldn't stick to them. So why bother this year? And we uncovered a lot in her reading within her astrology chart around all of this. And she left the conversation feeling more inspired to do things differently this year. And so I wanted to share with you some of what we talked about not her personally, not her specific um, astrology, but I wanted to share some of what she and I talked about in general terms as far as um, New Year's resolutions and that whole conversation, because maybe you can relate to it. Or if you're on a healing journey from deep trauma or loss, you may have just thrown the whole idea of resolutions out the window and you don't even bother with them. So either way, stick around because I have some what I hope is going to be a um, an illuminating conversation for you around this whole topic. So let's look at all of it. First of all, what is a resolution? It's basically a decision or a commitment to do something. And therein lies the first and probably the most the the most important problem with resolutions, a decision or a commitment to do something. And doing is all about our masculine energy. So, so are um, decisions and commitments. That's all left brain masculine energy. Now, don't get me wrong. We need both masculine and feminine energies. But most women, and I'm raising my hand here, most women were raised to value the masculine energy in modern society much more than the feminine. The masculine is all about doing. It's about goals and striving and logic and structure. And yes, we absolutely need those things because otherwise life is just going to be, you know, uh, an absolute disaster with no structure and everything just kind of like flailing all over the place. We don't want that either. But those things I just mentioned, um, structure and systems and logic and all of that, that alone is not going to help you receive what you want when you set your resolutions, and I'm still going to use that word for right now, even though I don't really, I'm not aligned with that word anymore, but we'll use it because it is the current vernacular. But resolutions, here's the thing. Resolutions tend to come from our minds. Again, the mind is the masculine energy. They're what we think we should do, what we think we should want. They tend to be what we think looks good looks admirable, um, respectable, trendy. That's another one you see out there is, you know, oh, I, you know, my new year's resolution is whatever the latest trend or fad of the moment is. Um, we tend to set re- resolutions that we think are going to impress other people or even ourselves that are um, applaudable. And they tend to be what we expect of ourselves or what we think others expect of us. And the problem with all of this is that, again, it all comes from our minds. And our minds usually want to keep us safe. They keep us in the known, in our comfort zones. And they keep us from feeling. Resolutions are usually logic-based without any emotions being involved in them. 
They don't inspire us because they come from our logical left brain mind. They don't make us feel expansive or inspired or or hopeful or excited. Again, they're what we think we should do, what we think will look good, what we think sounds good. Oh, this person is doing this, so I should do that. You know, especially if it's a a celebrity or an icon of some kind. Oh, you know, they have this lifestyle. They're doing this, so I'll do that. It doesn't work that way. And here's the thing. If we are on a healing journey, this is a recipe for disaster because resolutions tend to keep us stuck and stagnant. But even worse, they then make us feel like a failure. Like we never do what we say we're going to do. We lose trust in ourselves. We lose hope and faith that life can even be what we want it to be. Oh, I never, I never follow through. So why bother? That's kind of a defeatist attitude, right? So I want to share with you what you can do instead. And here's the beautiful thing about this. You can do this at any point during the year. New Year's Day is just an arbitrary date on the calendar that's man-made. When when um, King Gregory created the Gregorian calendar. You can do this on your birthday. You can do it at the beginning of spring, the beginning of summer, the beginning of fall or winter, whenever you want to. You can do it on a new moon or a full moon. You can do it on any random day of the year. If you've just gone through a breakup or a divorce, you can do it after that. You can do it whenever you want to. It doesn't matter when you do it, because everything is energy. And this is all about getting into the energetics and energy knows no bounds, like a random date on a calendar that some person made up, some human being made up. And before I share with you what you can do rather than setting resolutions, let me mention this because this just popped into my awareness. If you set resolutions a couple of weeks ago on January 1st or around January 1st, no worries. You can either bless them and release them, tear them up, you know, burn them, whatever you want to do, or you can rework them. It's up to you. I do encourage you, though, that if you did set resolutions in the traditional way, not to use them as you created them. Use them in the way that I'm going to share with you now. Again, either burn them or, you know, somehow release them or rework them in the way that I'm going to describe now. So, Instead of setting resolutions, set intentions with feelings attached to them. I started doing this in 2009, the year after I left my marriage. Now, I've shared before, and I'll share briefly, that when I left my marriage in February of 2008, so we're coming on up on, what, 16 years? That's crazy. Um, That was not my first marriage. So I knew that I was the common denominator in my marriages and other relationships and that I needed to to uncover what it was that made me make the choices I had made in the past so that I wouldn't end up in the same situation again. What that was about was I followed my intuition, which I talk about frequently. So at the end of 2008, I felt into what I wanted to experience in 2009. I chose the theme of discovery because I wanted to discover myself in a new way without any of the labels that I had lived with all my life. Some of them were self-imposed. Some of them were imposed on me by society, by tradition, whatever. But if you took away, stripped away all those labels, 
who was I at my core? That was my guiding force at that point. So discovery was my theme. And what that led to was me traveling in ways that I had never done before, but had always wanted to by myself. I had never traveled alone. I was terrified. I thought that, you know, that people would think, oh, what's wrong with her that she's by herself. Now I love traveling by myself. I had to do it in baby steps, but I did it. And now, I mean, I've traveled to Europe by myself. I had never been to Europe and I went to Europe by myself for the first time, or I went to Europe for the first time by myself is a better way to say it. That took courage. That took faith that I didn't have in the past. Using the theme of discovery also led me to books that I never would have read in the past, which then led me to workshops and retreats where I met people that I am still connected to today, some of my closest and dearest friends. It led me down this path of self-discovery, which then led me down a path of spirituality, and then to exploring topics around things like energy and the afterlife. When my mom went to spirit, which will be 10 years ago this June, but it all started with going inward and wanting something different than I had had in the past. It wasn't about me being up in my mind. It was me wanting to feel. How did I want to feel? And what was going to create that feeling for me? It wasn't about thinking. It was about how I wanted to feel. What experiences would create those feelings for me? So what did I want to experience and why did I want to experience it? What would that bring to me? What would that bring to my life? I didn't understand anything about astrology back then, but now that I do understand astrology and karmic astrology, I look at my birth chart and I'm like, well, that's exactly why. And it's a lot with my Sagittarius rising. Sagittarius is all about exploration and both externally and then exploring the higher realms. I didn't know this back then. Now it's going to be different for everyone if you have a different rising sign. There, but there are indicators all through the chart about why you are drawn to the things you're drawn to. So this is just part of the process that I used to create a life that I absolutely loved for 10 years until Greg went to spirit. It's and it's the process that I'm re-engaging in or re-engaging with this year, but with some new things that I've learned over the past few years. And it's what I'm going to teach and share with you in my upcoming 2024 Illumination Circle. So I can't share all of my process in a podcast episode. Um, That's why I'm doing the Illumination Circle. So I hope you will join me on January 25th. That's the day of the full moon in Leo. We're going to gather online in a sacred ceremony where I will share more in depth about the process itself. And I will take you through and an activation to help you release what's ready to be released from 2023 and really from the past 15 years while Pluto was in Capricorn, because that was some heavy, dense energy that we all just lived through. And we are on the precipice of an entire new era, the next 20 years with Pluto in Capricorn, uh, Pluto in Aquarius. For the most part, it's going to dip back into Capricorn for about two and a half months this fall. But for the most part, except for those, what, like 10 weeks, um, Pluto's in in Aquarius to stay, and it is going to affect humanity as a whole in a massive way, and it's going to affect each of us in an individual way. So after we do the activation to release 
Then I'll guide you through an experience that will help you tap into what you want to create in 2024, the experiences that you want to have. And you'll receive the beautiful, I think it's a 30-page journal that I created, journal workbook. Um, You'll also get the recording afterwards. So again, you can do this now. And at any time during the year when you want to reconnect with your soul's desires. So if you come live, you do it then. If your life changes, if you have a sudden life change um, midway through the year, you can go back and revisit this. Or when you're ready to call in new desires, say that by August, you have experienced the things that you wanted to experience this year. So then you want to create new desires, new experiences. You can take yourself through this process again. It's going to be so magical. I'm so excited about what I've what I've created. I've infused light language into this. Um, I, I just, again, there's magic. There's magic woven throughout this. The link to sign up will be below, but it is um, www.laurielatimer.com forward slash 2024 dash circle. And those are the numerals 2024 dash circle. Uh, There is a small investment of $44. I feel it's important that you feel worthy of this, that you feel deserving of this, that you feel worthy of giving yourself this time, this experience, and worthy of creating what your soul truly desires. Even if you've experienced the most horrific trauma or loss, you are still worthy of living a soul-inspired life filled with joy and expansion and exploration and beauty. You know, I find so many women don't feel worthy in general, let alone after experiencing a really profound trauma or loss of any kind. It's like a form of self-punishment. I understand that because I felt that way in the days and weeks after my son, Greg, went to spirit. He went to spirit in early January and it got cold a few days later. The day he actually went to spirit was actually kind of warm for January in uh, Georgia, but it got really cold a couple of days later. And I remember thinking that I deserved to be cold. Like I shouldn't put a coat on. I should be cold because my child was no longer here. I remember the first time and I don't remember when it was, but it was like, I don't know, weeks after he went to spirit when I actually felt hungry for the first time. And I thought, well, I deserve to be hungry because he's no longer here. It seems ridiculous to even say those words now, but those are the kinds of things that we think. And I'm sharing that with you as an example, so that if you have had those thoughts, you'll understand that there's nothing wrong with those thoughts. We all have them. We all have our version of them, but they are a form of self-punishment after we have gone through some kind of trauma or loss. It took me a lot of deep soul work, deep self-reflection and healing to feel worthy again. It's something I'm still working on and I probably will for the rest of my life, but I'm ready to grow and evolve and expand and heal this year in ways that I haven't in the past few years. And so coming back to this practice that I created so long ago is the first step with the upgrades with the enhancements. Enhancements is a better word. I want to share this with you, regardless of the path that you're on. Maybe you don't think you've experienced a significant trauma or loss, but you just feel like there's something more for you and you don't know what it is. Maybe you've, um, I'll go back to the example I used a few minutes ago. Maybe you've experienced a breakup or a divorce recently. Maybe you've you've just retired. I have a friend who just retired. She's looking for her next steps in life, her next path. 
Maybe you change jobs or careers. Maybe you just know that your soul is here for something more. Let's get together. Let's gather together on January 25th and see what your soul wants you to experience and create this year. All right. I think that's all for this episode. I really do hope you'll join me on January 25th. Again, if you cannot be there live, the replay will be sent out within 24 hours. As long as you have signed up before um, we start at six o'clock Eastern time on January 25th. If you have any questions at all, email me at info at lorilatimer.com. Again, otherwise you can sign up at lorilatimer.com forward slash 2024 dash circle. And as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.